Hello everyone, welcome back to the Tech Point Africa podcast. And who missed me? Me. So existing listeners and um new listeners, I'm Oluwani Femikola Wale. It's been a while that I've been here and I'm happy to be back. You might not see the excitement on my face, but I'm very happy to be back. They can feel it in the studio. Yeah, 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 it's it's electric. Yeah, they can. You don't want to hear my response. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate those that checked on me while I was away. Just two people, but they are those. Plura is plura. Yes, they checked on me and they asked why I was not on the podcast. I took a much needed break and yes, I'm back and I'm happy to be back. And on that note, I think we should start today's conversation with... I want to be optimistic today. I don't want to share any bad news. Okay. So, I want to start with the fact that African governments are actually very concerned about their citizens. You get. Mm. I don't say, I'm not asking you to believe me. I'm, I'm an optimist today. And they they are looking for ways to make sure make sure that their citizens are consuming the right content online. So, Every other market day, you will see them telling big tech or social media companies that this is how we want you to run in our nation. We want our citizens to be safe and yada, yada, yada. Well, Kenya, it's as if they're trying to reach a truce with TikTok. Um, last week, it was like, oh, they want to ban TikTok. This week, is we are coming to a consensus. Okay, so we want you to... I mean, Kenyan government is telling TikTok, we want you to come and open an office in Kenya and employ Kenyans to work in your offices. And then everything will be good with the world. Well, with Kenya. <laughs> so on that note, um, we are hoping that the days of um, TikTok facing issues in Kenya are over, just like what we saw in Nigeria in 2021, mm-hmm. I believe, or uh, uh, when banned Twitter. Banned Twitter for like seven months, and the consensus was that you have to open a Twitter office. Consensus? Oh, that's what they told us. That's what they told <laughs> us, that they are ready to abide by what the government is asking. No, that was what the government said. Okay. Twitter was silent. Yes, Twitter did not because say we are ready to abide. never ever confirmed or denied mm-hmm. It was well, just I'm I'm optimistic today, so I want to believe that the, <laughs> they actually had a conversation with Twitter because that was what we were told when they said they were going to leave the ban. But yeah, I'm happy for Kenya. Kenya. Because I don't know. It's 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 it's, it's 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 the Kenya government that released this statement that um President William Ruto, Ruto yeah. Is in conversation with TikTok, so they are going to open an office. But I'm wishing them the best. Well, it's the only reason. The only reason why I think TikTok will actually go ahead with it is because I think a very a huge chunk of their users are in Kenya actually. Like yes, globally. yes, yes. So a huge chunk of their users. Yes, yes according to of whose users? TikTok. TikTok. How many? Users. How many people are in Kenya? Data does not lie. I think that data is lying. I think it's just that a huge number of Kenyans... I think if you take it up with Reuters Institute Digital News Report. I think it's just a huge number of Kenyans <laughs> use TikTok. 
How many <laughs> people use TikTok? Okay, that's that. I think that makes sense. That makes more sense. Can you if you if you tell me maybe Nigeria? Can you ask like less than I think sixty million people? If I'm not mistaken. So even if half of them. Okay, so TikTok. the it's that it's probably um, the most prominent the most social, media social media in, in the country. Yeah, 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 yeah. and it's the the government didn't um, they didn't they didn't go the Nigeria Twitter route yeah. because. Someone brought the petition and reps in the house for some reason made very solid arguments against banning Twitter, sorry, banning TikTok. TikTok. And then we don't know how it escalated to the president having a meeting with TikTok's founder, but um, content moderation, I, I think it's, the, the it's something that is a touchy subject. Exactly. It's a touchy uh, subject because... Um, when you can't, when you say you want to be the person that will, what's that word? Um, not manage, get keep something. Right, you should have an integrity to an extent that what you are get, get keeping, you will not hold it against you. You get for like maybe I'm not saying the Kenya government is corrupt. I'm just saying if a corrupt government wants to say. I want to get keep what you are doing online. Then you will question their own integrity. So that's the point that we are. So there is a very very blurred line between I mean, gatekeeping and what? online freedom. Yeah, there is. But for content moderation, it's uh, I, I I think where we can start, for example, is age appropriate content. So you can limit it. That could be a start. Of course, the details are not very clear, but I think that would be the best place to start yeah. because you're not... Um, but the problem now is since the government is sort of initiating this conversation, mm-hmm. at what point does political content moderation get in? That's a conversation we would have another day. <laughs> but um, it seems Somalia is not going the route of Kenya. They're actually planning to ban um, TikTok in fact, it's not planning to ban. They've banned TikTok, Telegram, and the ble- betting platform OneXBet. I hope they will get but into conversations too. OneXBet. <laughs> no, <laughs> so no, there, there is. We cannot talk, but okay. it's okay. That they banned. I did not say anything. <laughs> but for Somalia, the Somali government, I think they should probably go and listen to or read what all the. Kenyan reps who defended TikTok, TikTok said mm. one person wisely suggested that banning if you ban it, will you ban VPN? Banning anything at all makes people want to do it. That mm. is just it's like a natural uh, human tendency. People when they banned Twitter, we found ways around of course we found around around it. Like that same day, I think a day or two before it, there were already tips. You could join VPN families and all yeah. of that. Even government agencies were still on Twitter. <laughs> so. so if you ban it, are you going to fix VPN? Yeah. And something else that the reps mentioned is a lot of, two very important points. One is that a lot of our youths or their youths get their information from TikTok. Mm. Second one is that it's creating jobs. Content creators. For a great number of Kenyans. Of course, maybe it's just, you may say it's only 1,000 people, but the ripple effects of 1,000 people losing their sources of income, it doesn't look like a lot until the person that used to bill you 
mm-hmm. that stop billing you because they are now TikTok influencers. Be That's billing you again. Valid point, valid point. And I think we should come back to Nigeria now. Like yes. during the weekend. Um, Things occurred. So th- yes, that's the word. Things occurred. And it came from um, a startup Bolu. that has been oh, in the... <laughs> on that, maybe under the microscope or people. Eyes that have been on them for a few months now yeah, for some yeah. things that happened within them. That's Patricia Technologies. And they released a statement over the weekend that they launched the Patricia Token, PTK. Yes. So I'll need Bolu to dump down what it means to launch a, um, a native token okay. and give us like a rundown of what PTK is and the and the um, reaction it has drawn from audience. Okay. Yeah, so like you said, yeah, Patricia you know, dropped you know, during the weekend. That's last week. I think that was last week, Friday. They told us that they are launching their own token, right? Called Patricia token. Right? Uh, it's, it's, stable. it's a stable coin, right? And they said the moniker is PTK. They also said all um, outstanding balances will be converted to that token. And to understand what they mean by that, you need to also go back again to understand that a few months ago, they reported that they got hacked, right? Um, it's well, The amount was allegedly around $2 million. Um, Patricia told us that no customer phones were affected, but when now that they are launching PTK, they are telling us that okay, well, those balances that you've not been able to withdraw, we are going to convert them to PTK. I think Before you should also mention that those balances are actually in BTC or yes, Naira. They were in BTC or Naira, and now Patricia is saying, okay, we'll give it back to you, or you will be seeing them as PTK. As PTK. So before we go into why people had issues with that and why there were a lot of, you know, why many people were not happy with it. Maybe some people don't really understand what the whole launching native tokens mean and all that. So in the crypto space, you can make your own money very easily. You can just wake up more money and say, okay, I want to create Bulu coin. Right. You can do something. Yeah. So, um... (laughs) Crypto exchanges like Patricia, they do these things where they launch their own token. They call it native tokens because it's for their exchange, right? So Binance has BNB, Kudax has QDX, Bondu before they shut down at BDX. All right. So Patricia too now wants to do something like that. So the reason why exchanges launch their own token is because, okay, when you have like your own money that you can control, you can use it for whatever you want. So if I create my money, I can print. Let's just use normal fiat knowledge. I can say, okay, let me print seventeen trillion, mm. right? And then I can now use it as incentive. I can say, to, oh, let me give give it out to people, mm-hmm. incentive for them to like trade. Maybe we want to do giveaways and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So those are some of the reasons, right? There are also more complex reasons, but we're not going to that. So those are some of the reasons why exchanges launch their own token. So the reason why people were not happy with Patricia making the announcement was very simple, right? People have not been able to get access to their money since April, oh. since the whole ARC thing happened, mm-hmm. right? And now that you now want to give us 
maybe they are not giving access but now that uh, you want to give us money. yes you update us about what's going on you're now telling us you are converting it to your token that you suddenly created, created. okay there's nothing wrong with creating tokens right but there were some unanswered questions it was very abrupt they didn't really give us much information about ptk mm-hmm. okay so when people launch tokens right and they want you to um invest in that token or use those tokens right for me to if you if team doesn't create his own money now if he wants me to use it i need to know that there's some value that that money actually has value mm-hmm. right if it does not have value why should i hold it what what, what do i even need it for mm-hmm. right so patricia did not tell us okay one um, they told us it's a stable coin that means one dollar to one ptk mm-hmm. how are we sure yes. it is like that mm-hmm. some things you look at is okay let's look at what blockchain did you launch it on because okay. that's to be on the blockchain yeah right i did not find it on any blockchain okay. that's one um in the pipeline <laughs> two is is it on aggregators so aggregators are like coin market cap coin gecko where if you need information on a particular token mm-hmm. you see it there it was not there <laughs> uh what else um how d- how do you prove to us that you can actually maintain a stable coin because stable coins when you want to tell me that something is the same value as the dollar yeah. is no mouth yes, <laughs> use yes. for it you need a reserve right because it's like saying oh this phone is one dollar mm-hmm. so you can use it like dollars anyway. yes. but i need to is representing dollar that i've kept yeah Right, it's like a representative of that dollar. So it I need to have kept up. dollar somewhere, mm-hmm. right? If I'm if I'm issuing fifty thousand PTK, and I'm saying I should have, dollars. I should even have more than that. Normally, that's mm-hmm. how I should, be. I should have more than double that, right? Because people might want to trade with yes, it. And what happens when people suddenly come and they say, "Okay, I want to change everything all at once." Mm-hmm. Liquidity problems starts happening. Another FTX saga. <laughs> All right. Okay. So that's basically Yeah, uh, yes, well, that's that's really native token for dummies. Yeah. Yes, and thank you for explaining that and I understand people's um, skepticism. Skepticism. Yeah, uh, it's money we are talking about mm-hmm. and with the fact that countries in the world are going through their own phases of different phases of inflation mm-hmm. and economic crisis. There's little to nothing you can use to convince people to let go of their money, right? So yeah. we've reached out to um, Patricia yes, yeah, yes. and we'll be giving you feedback about what the company has to say about all these unanswered questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping... Have, okay, not officially, mm-hmm. right? But um, unofficially, I got some information about what might going on what the react what the true intentions are mm. with the old Patricia thing and someone told me that what they're actually doing is um they are they are calling it um it the token will be has not been launched yet and will serve as an instrument for holding debt within Patricia's books. Right. So does but it totally I, make sense? I cannot put my <coughs> money on an exchange and you want to use my money to So what they're saying is no, like I can't have access to my money. You know what they're saying is, the token is not as if that's what we are giving you mm-hmm. back as your money. We just put it there mm-hmm. to know that okay, Nifemi, we are owing you 
thousand dollars. You have money we give you. We use this thing to represent it. <laughs> when the money is not available, you get, that is what I understand. Like by a placeholder. Exactly. <coughs> but they said they will communicate with us yes. to explain and that's what I'm waiting for. So we are we are looking forward to because it's um Given the terrain of the startup terrain now and funding and all, mm. right? Uh, it's as if we should be cutting startups and founders some slack. You get so. <laughs> this we, one are one extended, we are extending the long group. By the way, there's update. Uh, <laughs> okay. We have, they just made a tweet about okay. 26 minutes ago. Okay. That? Explaining the token. And you can go on their website to read the white paper. But. I'm not going to cut them slack for the way this was announced. For yeah. obvious reasons, they first made the social media post mm. before sending an email to customers. Mm. I don't know the reason why you would do that because I'm your customer and um, my money is probably there. So why am I getting... I think I'm trying to get the exact time that they sent it. So... They made their own social media post around three, three, and sent three twenty-eight, and sent emails. At least I got mine four forty-six. By then, there was already a lot of backlash on the internet. Mm. So does it mean that if it had flown under the radar, you would not have sent an email to your users? Is that what it means? Mm. Because there's really no other way for you to commu- communicate with control. your with users. your users. Yes. It's just emails. emails. So, so I I think we should being the gatekeepers. I mean media. I think we should find a way to bring like a PR specialist to tech point to put uh, tech point unscripted mm-hmm. to come and like explain, explain do an explainer to how, yes yeah. to undo stakeholder communication mm-hmm. because. These are the people that is making your business run, so you have to treat them treat them as important as they are, mm. and communicate whenever something is not going well, and that is something we will work <laughs> we will work towards. We bring uh, we a PR specialist. PR specialist. That was actually the first tech point on scripted episode, mm. so you guys can go watch it. Yes, we'll okay. link to it in the. The description. Can even share it on social media. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please ask, see, communicate. Maybe they did not see it the first time. Because yeah. communication really matters. Every time. And it's always about communication. Yes. Communication. It's either they do not communicate mm. or they under communicate or they it's always over or under. Sorry, under communicating or not communicating. Over communicating mm. is not a problem. Please. Yeah, it's not. I was yes. telling someone recently that um he found that too. When Carbon had issues with um, withdrawals, it was a technical like, issue. Like they, they wanted to finish you with communication. Every like, single time ah, you knew yeah. what was happening. Af- aside like from that, the CEO was even running correspondence on Twitter. On t- so like, you know what was happening. But this one, you are announcing something on social media. What mm. if I decided I'm taking a social media break as and a I, customer? Yeah, I have no access to the information. Before you announce it, you don't give the full yes. information. People want, it's, it's people's money, like, like what they work to get. But l- let's move on. I said I want to be right, optimistic right, today. Right, right. And <laughs> let's move yeah. on to another startup that is actually, in the real sense, making the Nigeria t- startup ecosystem proud. I don't know if you all agree with me. And well, 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 Money Point is the name, right? And Looking at their journey through the years up until now, mm. I don't know if we found 
like something to stain the reputation they are building. No. Well, and they are expanding. I mean, Money Point is expanding to Kenya with the acquisition of a fintech um, startup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Shigeru will tell us about it in a few seconds. Okay. So, um, yeah, Money Point is getting into Kenya, and they are acquiring Kopo Kopo. I hope I pronounce that properly. Sure. <laughs> but yes. KK, that's the name of the startup. KPK. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Kopo, Kopo. Kopo, Kopo. I have no hand in that. But yeah, yes, they've received regulatory approval from the um, Competition Authority of Kenya. So they are, their job is basically to ensure that if, a, if an acquisition is going to take place, there's no threat of... Um, you're, you're not killing the competition, basically, mm. or you're not cannibalizing the the industry so considering money point size i guess that makes sense it's probably one of the largest not probably it's one of the largest fintechs in nigeria mm. and getting into kenya that there could be fears that it could kill competition so they've received regulatory approval the mm. acquisition is not yet complete that will probably happen sometime like it later will probably be year. yeah sometime later this year but yes it's um this is i think this is their first major acquisition expansion. and yeah expansion push as well i mean in the last they've not they they haven't exactly announced this but i think their global headquarters has moved to london um i, I start corrected here but yeah they they've moved their headquarters they've been making a lot of moves to position themselves and as so a global, yeah as a global company and points to maybe potential ipo or something but yes it's a oh by the way they also launched uh, like this they announced that they'll be getting into person into the personal banking space just last yeah week as well. i don't know if that you covered really it on the podcast but yeah they've been they've been in the news for a lot of moves either because of how much they're processing um the new products they are rolling out or their acquisition so yeah this is like you said good news for the for the company i don't know about the ecosystem but uh, it well, shows that at least there are a few people who are winning yes yeah. it's good news for right. the ecosystem in my opinion because when um there's like a funding drought um shutdowns layoffs and all it's we are looking for something to hold on to that the ecosystem is still thriving and talking about holding on to something um this seems like the uh, african tech ecosystem has not seen like a legit <laughs> i had to add that word legit ipo in the, in almost two years now mm-hmm. right and um flutterwave is bringing promises or it has been showing promises for some few months now like flutterwave ipo now you people want to do it don't you want to do it what's going on and yet it's in the news again that the IPO plans is underway again. So, Jim, tell me we are right. Or right not. about what? <laughs> that flutter wave is on its way. I do not... Okay, I want to choose my words carefully. But I do not believe that an IPO is happening anytime soon. Definitely not this year. Mm. And um, will there be an IPO sometime in the future? Possibly. 
most likely that would happen. How long will that take? I cannot tell you because even the people that are in the company probably do not know when that will happen. Yeah, it's good to and hope. Yeah, it's <laughs> good to hope, but I, I find stories like this being recycled in the media a bit annoying. Mm. So last year we heard you'll be pushing for an IPO. This year we are hearing be pushing for an IPO. So at some point, I'm now asking myself, how long do you want to take? Of course, last year um, there were a lot of there were a lot of unsavory incidents surrounding Flutterwave. So that would definitely have been the wrongest time, if there's a word, to become or to go public. It would have affected their showing, and that was also a time when there was a VC decline. There was, in fact, basically the global economy was like experiencing some shocks, and that would have been probably a bad time, especially considering the um, considering the they'll probably need to like maintain that unicorn status, maybe go beyond. Last time, I think last time we heard they were over over three billion. Yeah, they were worth over three billion dollars. Yeah, so I don't know. An IPO would be would be great for the investors um maybe for the for the company too it would be great so i mean some people have said it's not some people are trying to drop parallels with the jumia ipo Mm -hmm. but i I think it's i think it's an entirely different scenario here um but really i don't know if you're going to ipo just do it so bolu do you think like there's anything going on with the company now that is actually signaling that the IPO is closer than it was last year? Actually, I'd say no. Because, I mean, obviously, for me, I would say an IPO would definitely happen. Like, well, like Ching Bozirim said, I don't see it happening anytime soon. I won't even use the word definitely because I, I, I you would could get okay. acquired. I would exit say definitely is a, because... A win is a win. An exit is an exit. Yeah, but that won't be an IPO anyway. <laughs> so... There's okay, always that me, option. I mean, I I mean, nobody knows tomorrow. Let me use that as a uh, caveat. <laughs> but then, judging by um, how I I'm, I'm going to judge by yeah, some people that participated in their last funding round. You know, they were like crossover investors, people who invest in startups just before the IPO. So that might be something that will make them push for an IPO faster but I th- but for me I think the most interesting thing is you know after this surface a lot of people are saying uh, um could be having another tech billionaire very soon like GB could become I hope the camera, camera did not catch me running <laughs> yes it was very interesting when I saw that and I mean we well not all the figures were I mean, not to trust all the figures, but I think PitchBook said GB's current stake in Flutterwave is worth over $370 million. Mm. Right. And then someone said, oh, maybe he could become a billionaire in the event of an IPO. Mm. But then I did some calculations and I was like, uh, that's, it's, not, it's not going to become, he won't become a billionaire. If So what I did was, I'll not bore you with all the mathematics because even myself, while I was doing it, I slept like three times in the middle. <laughs> but what what he, what what happened was, I did something called a I think 
can't remember the name now, market capitalization calculation, right? So what you do is you try and find out how many outstanding shares or you also do you do a lot of assumptions, right? So currently the share price according to notice to CEO, again, those numbers if they are not coming directly from the from the company, especially when it's a private company, you really don't want to trust them too much. But mm-hmm. according to them they said Flutterway's share price is twenty nine dollars per share, right? If it IPOs. Yes, if it IPO. No, no, I- even now, like currently, okay. it's twenty nine dollars. That's right? not publicly traded. Yes. So to now find the outstanding shares, it now means that um we'll assume that the outstanding shares the outstanding shares, you do it, do some calculations with the share price, and then I discover that the outstanding shares is around $103 million. Mm-hmm. So when you take that figure, right, and then you assume that, that out, those outstanding shares remain the same, you can find out or you can at least estimate the possible what, value of their shares. Well, <coughs> what the Flutter Waves value will be after an IPO. So after mm-hmm. I did all that, I discovered that, okay, if the IPO goes well, like let's say it goes as well as Jumia, right? Because Jumia's share price increased by thirty one percent after after the IPO. Right. So that means Flutterwave would be what three point nine billion after an IPO. Mm-hmm. So if that happens, that means GB's stake, right, will now be his stake currently is twelve point three three percent of Flutterwave. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you multiply twelve point three three percent with three point nine billion. Mm-hmm. Right, that's just four hundred eighty million dollars. Right, there is is already a billionaire. Now, judging by if we want to Go with trust speech books numbers. Uh, numbers, so even after the IPO, it just means it will be about hundred million dollars richer or something. So it no billionaires yet. <coughs> I think the IPO should come first before we start discussing <laughs> that but you know but press is you need to get something sensational exactly. to talk about every now and then and um talking about sensational things um this one is not even sensational is the real thing because every establishment whether you're a startup a corporate company there's one particular stakeholder that makes it run and that is the employees and that is why those are one some of the thoughts that was in our mind in tech points when we decided that we will be holding the Modern Workplace Africa Conference on October 21st this year. And we want to talk about a lot of things around work, around employment, around remote work, around diversity and inclusion, around being um, um, being recruitment f- um, fit, talking about HR and every other thing. And I don't know if you've heard it, but you are hearing it again, that this is a good day to book your spot for that event. And also, if you have any product that would be useful to any company, because I believe any company, every company rather, has something to do with work. So if you have any product that works for companies, for employees, for employers. Um, this is a good time to come and sponsor this event. And I, I'm really excitedly um, looking forward to it because we have like lineup of speakers. You know, this is not the regular Tech Point Africa event, you know. So we are going out of our ways to bring people that we 
bless your life mm. and mm. we impart mm. your life. Amen. You get it, what? right, 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 right. <laughs> yes, yes. So we are bringing people that would Sound teach like you. you. I'm telling you, <laughs> sounded like crusade. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you get what I'm saying. There are yeah, a lot of yeah. insightful mm. content that we've prepared for that event, and I don't want you or your employer or your employee to miss out of it. So if you have to sponsor everybody on your team, it will be a good place to be on October 21st, 2023. So I'm hoping to see you there. And also, I'm using this um, opportunity to thank those that missed me. No, that's not what I'm trying to say. I'm using this opportunity to thank all our listeners and people that watch us on YouTube, people that listen to us on our podcast platforms, those that watch us on Instagram, on TikTok. We have you in mind and we appreciate you for always staying with us. Thank you very much. And we're also looking forward to your feedback. You can send your feedback to on oh no, my please give us the email where they can send their feedback to. Podcast at techpoint.africa. Yes, Podcast. in case you know yeah, podcast at techpoint.africa. Thank you very much thank for, you, thank you, thank for you. our listeners. Where can they get it, Bulu? Yes, you can always find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Hyatt Radio, or anywhere else there's a podcast. Yes, once again, your feedback is welcome. And that will be it for today's edition episode of Tech Point African Podcast. You will see this face many more times. Those that didn't miss me, you will you will remember why you needed to miss me. They will collect. Yes. <laughs> so bye everyone. Bye. Bye. bye.